So Brian and I just finished watching Another Life on Netflix, and uh, wow, yeah, he's on the show. Guess what we're talking about on today's episode of Project Shadow? Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love, which should be available everywhere except for iBooks right now because they don't know if I'm a real person yet, still working on it. Hey, iBooks! Friendship! <laughs> and that would be Brian. Hi! Oh my goodness, yeah, if you don't get that reference then you haven't been watching uh, Naked and Afraid XL. And it's probably the greatest thing that for some reason I cannot find a gif of anywhere. Yeah. Look, Shane, friendship! <laughs> greatest uh. line ever on television, and I will stand by it. So today we are going to be talking about Netflix's show Another Life. As always, we will begin without spoilers. We will give you spoiler warnings when they get started. And yeah... But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. I guess I should say us today. I'm so used to doing this by myself. If you haven't already, please do take the moment to do to rate and review the show. It does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the show with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the more likely it is for us to actually talk to each other. And that's kind of why I do this. If you haven't noticed, I'm not just a crazy person who lives in their house and likes to talk to a microphone. Well, okay, that's a lie. I am a crazy person who lives alone in a house and likes to talk to a microphone, but I like to talk to people too. <laughs> so thank you to everybody who's done that. And yeah, so we just finished watching Another Life on Netflix. And I have to say, Katie Sackhoff, who is one of the producers on the show, you might know her better as Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Oh my goodness. She's one of the producers on the show. She's in the show. She's one of the reasons why I watched the show. That and Selma Blair's on it. And I love her. First impressions, not a classic. Like, this isn't like a show that I think is an instant masterpiece. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are very few shows that, you know, yeah. in their first season get that, but I think The Expanse gets really close yeah. to being an instant masterpiece in its first season. It, it's not perfect. There, there are some things that are weird. There are some things that are strange. And by that, I, I mean, like, some of the camera work and some of the editing. Like, I'm not really, like, an editing nerd, but it's kind of like kerning, and unfortunately I watched some videos that explained what editing should look like, and now I can't unsee it. And I thought some of the editing and camera choices, especially on the early episodes, were unique and odd. Are you saying creative in that special sort of way? I'm saying creative in that, okay, you, you did that sort of way. Um, the, the show is melodrama. You have to like melodrama. It is at, it very quickly ramps up to 10 
and kind of stays there with a few respites, but oh, it it's like nothing good happens on the show. And I think I should like warn people about that because I did not get that warning. This show has a lot of uh, grotesque imagery in it. It, it's not really space horror. I mean, it gets really close to the edges of space horror. I still think it's staying within its, like, sci-fi thing. It doesn't, like, completely, like, jump over and be like, you know, Starbucks the new Ripley. <laughs> it's, it, it, it dances on that line. Yeah, it definitely plays around. So, on the border. yeah, I, I think people should be warned that there is some unexpected grotesquerie in this and very heightened emotions very heightened emotions very heightened emotions i don't think i can say that enough it, it's it's yeah. very there's lots dramatic. of drama lots of drama and some of it's you know stuff between characters and some of it's because oh my goodness nobody can catch a break on anything but we'll talk about that more in spoilers yeah <laughs> oh my goodness but the doomed voyage <laughs> I think the special effects look really good. Yes. Netflix paid some money for this show. Yeah. And they spent a fair bit of it on grotesque stuff, which was really cool. I which, mean, it made it look really good. Yeah, the gross stuff looked great. But not just that. I mean, we yeah. get the, the space shots. Like, yeah. that's what really one of the things you have to sell with a show like this. Um, We're up there with, like, the last season of The Expanse, if not better. In some, yeah. in some respects. And that looks pretty good. And the trailers for the new stuff for The Expanse look really good. So I think we're kind of in a literal space race between Netflix and Amazon Prime here on whose space show is going to look the best. Yeah. Speaking of which, you still haven't canceled Lost in Space. So uh, season two, anytime soon, Netflix, you just happen to be listening, drop me a line. Nice. Yeah, in the show notes, you can just like... You'll see a thing that says voice message, you can click that, you can leave me a message with like when it's going to be coming out, because you still haven't technically canceled it yet. Anyway, um, well, speaking of space shows, I would love to get a second season of The Lost in Space. Yeah. It was very good. Um, I don't know what else we can say without spoilers. Oh, uh, you know, we don't know if there's going to be more than one season at this point in time yeah not yet we we do know that the, it was pitched as a three season they well of... we don't know if it was gonna just be three seasons or not katie sackoff has said in an interview she's one of the producers of, i think i said that already of the show as well that when they pitch netflix they pitched a three season outline yeah that doesn't mean a beginning middle and end necessarily it could just be here's the first three seasons yeah yeah, but, but that's that's that was something we found reassuring yeah. after after finishing the first season and going. I hope I, they know where this is going. Hope they know where this is going, and I and I would like more. Yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely. Yeah, you know? I I think that's kind of the moral of the story more than anything else. I I want more. Yeah, like I like what I got. I really like some of the characters that we got to meet. Oh. For all of you who haven't left yet because we haven't gotten into spoilers, there's a non-binary character, like yeah. front and center, Zane. Yeah. Played by a non-binary actor, which is awesome. That's the dog trying to play with the ball right now. 
And I was really excited to see Zane. I think Zane is a very interesting character. Really like Z, Z um, here. They they use the Z here pronouns for Zane, which was unexpected. I do wish that they'd use they because I think that's at least in. Sorry about the dog doing things. It's non transferable. It's non transferable. <laughs> Just because I think a lot of people would be. E- easier more familiar with that maybe um most of the non-binary people i know use they them pronouns but you know zz you know or if they would have used easier because i think here is a confusing pronoun for people because it sounds like her to some people and you know that's the thing Oh, and they're not a they're not a sex object. They're actually a doctor. I'm sorry. Um, Z is not Z is a doctor. I want to say they because you know that's my brain. Anyway, um, yeah, really cool character. Very glad. Very glad that there's there's so much queerness on the show. There there's a polyam girl and a polyam thing that is constantly talked about on the show that's interesting and um one of the characters who i won't spoil is gay Mm -hmm. and it's just like the side thing where just oh boyfriend no husband just like common conversation just to let you know liked that there was more queerness on the show than i expected going into it to be quite honest yeah and kind of wish that they would. It may, it may have gotten moved up on my watch list if I had done that earlier. But all in all, solid, sh- solid first season. Yeah. Because a lot of the weirdness, I don't know if I got used to it or it went away, but I liked it. Well, that and they also, you know, they 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 stuck to story, they stuck to setting elements. You know, they didn't try to go well this. We're light on materials, so we're going to sell sex to distract from the fact that we're light on material. And I thought they were going to. And I thought they were going to, too, because relationships happen. People are stuck in a a small tube together for a long period of time. And, uh, you know. (laughs) And there is sexiness, and there is sex in in the show, but it fades to black it fades to black for as much as it does not fade to black for the gross stuff it fades to black for the sex which was nice i'm glad to have a show that doesn't have sex position in it if you know what i mean yeah so i think that's about it before we get into spoilers yeah all righty then spoiler Spoiler. Spoiler alert. You are being spoiler alerted. We are going to talk about things that happen all the way through the first season of Another Life on Netflix. If you have not watched it yet, and you do not want to be spoiled, please do not get mad at me because you did not listen to my spoiler alert. Stop listening and come back when you're ready. Because we're now going into the spoiler zone. Okay, I I really want to jump right to the end. I, I really do. Like, yeah. this isn't because of the beginning not being interesting, but the Ikaya is the name of the alien race. We don't learn that until, like, 
way next late. to the last episode. That yeah. I think it's the first time we hear that name even mentioned. So they, I am so fascinated about them. If they are like techno organics, or because we don't meet or one, what? yeah, because we don't. That's, that's the fun thing. They, they start with this mystery of you know the aliens have landed. There are artifacts doing things. And then it sits there, and it's like, okay, well, what do they want? What are they doing? And the rest of the show, I mean, the rest of the, the first season, you still don't know. Like, we know... Oh, we know why they're there. Yeah, the, the well, yeah, we've They're seen, there to conquer and take over. Yeah, we've seen the results of two other planets that have gone through their artifacts. Yes. <laughs> um, their little brain-crawly bugs. Yeah, the question is, are those bring crawly bugs the Ikaya or are they probes I think they're yeah, probes tools. Yeah, I, think I think they're tools I yeah. think they're tools yeah I, I think the Ikaya are a species we have not formally met yet I don't think that they're the weird tunneling things on the first on the rogue planet yeah I don't think that's them at all not the rogue planet on the third planet because we land on three planets in this series and yeah. they're very different from each other yeah um and that one, I, 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 you know, you almost have to wonder: did, did were those the original inhabitants of the planet, and did they get brain bugged also, or is that just like some kind of weird life, other life form that lives on that planet that uh, you know? Because it's it, there's like no life on that planet when they get there, and they know that the artifact has been there for an extremely a long, long time. time. I think the rogue planet was punished by the Akaya. Yeah, I'm wondering that too. Especially since uh, the disease that they picked up, the boron-based virus that they picked up, caused her nervous system to basically become one of the a giant version of the brain parasite. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a nice graphic scene. When it that was out. grotesque. I mean, it was it was hilarious because, of course, by that. That, that happens earlier on in the season, and, uh, you know, we, we were both expecting some kind of Aliens reference, some yeah. kind of chest-bursting thing, and it was like this kind of nice homage without it being too obvious, because it burst out of her back, and it was her own spinal cord, and uh, that was... Horrific. That was kind of awesome. That, 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 yeah, it <laughs> was. It was really gross in a way. It was awesome. Uh, it, th- this show did body horror in a way I really didn't expect but not like in the full on like the fly or the thing kind of body horror but it really turned their everything against them you know what I'm saying like the and it didn't it didn't do the usual like cheap jump scare stuff no like like the the minute you you think like what was it the third third episode or something like that where you you suddenly you know the shoot it starts out with her actually asleep in the summer tube, and and you get like the the actual like aliens are attacking and they they've like been oh, killing yeah, yeah, yeah. they're hunted and everything yeah. and it's actually just her dream. Yeah. But I thought that was hilarious because that was when they were do- they're just doing tongue in cheek to the trope that we were expecting. Yes. But instead, like no, it's it's they play off more of the horror elements. Like you know, first of all, you, what happens if one of the crew turns mutinous and then murderous and tries to take over like that was the first horror thing they have to, i mean the the 
the traitor the mutiny. mutiny from within, the traitor from within. Yeah, that that was very well handled and really that that was it was great. That, I mean, it was just it was, it was a nice bit of horror, especially when they're both down in engineering and you know and and. And it shows and it proves why she said he was a hothead and shouldn't be in charge. Yeah. Like, she says that when she, you know, very early when she finds out that they're sending the ship out. And is kind of almost relieved when they're sending her instead. But he demonstrates quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hothead and he also cannot evaluate a fight. Cause no. I mean, they, they tried to take her down. Well, the first time when they do take her down, I mean, she took out two of them. Yeah. It took three of them to take her out. And he and cheated. He cheated. He, you know, he injected her with sleeping stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he knocked and her out. He knocked her out, you know, that medically. way. Medically. Um, you know, so then to think that, like, with this little knife, he's going to take her. Yeah. By himself? Like, yeah. dude, you're, you're a hothead. And you, you obviously, yeah. And it sets up a very interesting and different crew dynamic. The collar. Oh, oh. oh, I had to do oh, it. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, a little Joker reference. That's bad. School. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, it's it sets up a very interesting crew dynamic because she murders her XO who is trying to murder her in like episode two. Yeah. And yeah, that should definitely cause some friction Which in the group. Played off, you know, continuing that horror and suspense. Played off great when the the two were left behind in the cave, uh-huh. and you think, oh crap, they 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 did leave them. Like I, oh, this was a I, show that I, I, yeah, I was like, I was like, well, you got to wake up two more Timmies because until I saw t- Timmy of one. Life. The, the Timmy's, the Timmy's one, the first series of Timmy's are gone. You got to wake up your second series, because oh. also knowing that they had like they have backup people. Yeah, I don't know how level, how many level deep of backup people, but you well, know, yeah, apparently there's idea. there's two. Well, when uh, a whole mess of so when much Sasha dudes. takes over the ship, he makes mention of you can wake up every computer tech on the ship, and they won't be able to bring William back. Which leads me to believe that it's several levels deep. Yeah. It's not just the... It's not because she wakes up, you know, what is her name? Asami. Yeah. And he kills her. I mean... And there are apparently more what, that like she could have... There's what, like three XOs at least? Because, you know, she murdered the, one. the first one. <laughs> she wakes up the second and third one. It was definitely self-defense. But yeah, I know. I am definitely on her side. He was going to stab her. Oh yeah, um, and she didn't really mean to kill him. She just kicked him, and he fell back into the thing. She and kicked she him into it. She kicked him into it. She chose to. There was yeah. a whole debate of through over multi multi episodes, and uh, and she did. She chose to kick him into it, and I think she was right. The, she was right. She was right. He. <laughs> yes, but she did not murder. She did yeah. not intend. Her intent was not to kill him. Her intent was to save her own life. That's what I'm yes. trying to say. Yeah, it was. She did not intend to kill him. Yes, it was in self-defense. It was the but... effect and the likely effect of throwing him into that weird arc thing. But yeah, it was also just as likely that it would break the circuit and he would just basically be tased. Uh, it dusted a tablet. That was our previous example of what one of those shorted-out electric walls would do. A different one. <laughs> It was fine, whatever. <laughs> I was over there chanting, 
you know, for, for it to happen, basically, when it did. I mean, so. all in all, it was such a good show. All, yeah. all the way through. The, yeah, the, the, suspe- the like creation said, of the second AI is something that I don't think we can skip over too oh, quickly. Oh, no. That's... Yeah. I, I love the title, being Another Life, because we we have this kind of dream world in the Soma, and we have the real world. We have some really good flashbacks to simpler or much worse times, depending yeah. on the character flashing back. We have... Um, or actually, I should say the character in the time. We have the boron-based life forms, which I think is a hint towards what we're going to end up seeing with the um, Ikaya. Yeah. When we get more about them, we've met several alien species. Yep. From the weird giant burrowing things to the little bug things that literally bug the ship. Yeah. It literally bugs in the code. Um, to the poor species that was on the planet that the Ikaya destroyed for having the audacity of taking out the monument. Yeah. So, yeah. This, this, this I think, set up a really interesting series, and I can't wait to see what comes of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you have anything you want to add? Anything at all? Yeah. Okay. I think, I think, I mean, yeah, not without going into, like, all kinds of other... If you guys want us to do much more deeper breakdown, this is one of those shows I would probably enjoy doing one, and who knows, Brian and I may have a moment and just be like, hey, let's just do that, and just do it without without you guys asking, but if you would like us to discuss the show in more depth, definitely let me know, because I, I really... I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Of the new sci-fi shows that I've gotten recently, I'm not saying I'm as excited for a season two of this as I am for, what, season four of The Expanse, because I'm, like, chomping at the bit for season four of The Expanse. But I, and I hate to say this because you know my love for Star Trek, I am much more excited about a possible season two of this than a season three of Discovery. And much more excited about season two of this than I am about a season one of Star Trek Picard. Uh, yeah. Because the more I hear about that, the less I care. Alrighty. So sad. So sad. So much love for Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I guess that's it. If you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast wherever you listen. If you got a buck, you can throw my way. It really does help out a lot. Down in the show notes, you'll find a link for both the Patreon page and the community support tab. The difference between the two, people on Patreon occasionally get stuff. So if you want stuff, do, do the thing over there. If you don't, Thank you to everybody who already does that. If you don't have any money or you don't feel like joining the project right now, that's fine. But if you know somebody you think might enjoy the show, please do share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. If, uh, let's see... Everything is a. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, I am C.E. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. Except for I don't do Instagram very well. I'm working on it. It's hard. It, I just my life is not something that lends itself to pictures. <laughs> I have no room to speak. <laughs> and yours does. You're a chef for your yeah, sake. I have so many food pictures, and I don't have an Instagram. It's sad. I might just start aping his food pictures. 
Anywho, um, definitely hit me up over there or in the show notes you'll find a link for the voice message. Do keep it clean so I can use it on the show, but I would love to hear from you. I enjoy all that. I think that's it. Uh, that's it. You can find links to everything over at projectshadow.com. So until next time, I'm Charlie. I'm Brian. And don't forget to have the fun. Bye.